Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate, and the name of this tune happens to be called Live Your Dreams. So I thought it was appropriate for me to start off Marvelous Motivating Monday with this tune, and I ask that you guys sit back, relax, and hopefully be motivated by this Monday, marvelous, motivating Monday episode. Various news tonight on the pandemic, the Omicron variant now in at least 25 states here in the U.S. New York's mask mandate going into effect tomorrow for all indoor public places that don't require proof of vaccination. Dr. Anthony Fauci with what he calls sobering news. He says preliminary studies suggest the Omicron variant evades some immune protections provided by antibodies and vaccines. However, he says boosters do help restore those protections. And we took note overseas tonight, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson warning that the U.K now faces a tidal wave of Omicron cases, saying the new variant doubles every two to three days there. Now, I know today is Marvelous Motivating Monday, but I decided to make this week's episodes focus on Asia and China specifically on the episodes that I am going to be talking about this week. And one of the things all weekend I keep hearing about is the virus, the COVID-19 virus. And, you know, with the holidays coming up, I went home for the first time in two years I've been on the plane, and I was hesitant, and I went home for Thanksgiving. And I was very surprised. I actually left Atlanta the day after Thanksgiving, and it was packed. And the woman at the airport said it was actually worse the day after than it was before Thanksgiving. So I have a feeling that December for Christmas and Thanksgiving, excuse me, and New Year's Eve, people are going to be traveling. But for this Marvelous Motivating Monday, I just want to make this a mission, Motivating Monday. And my mission is to remind you guys that the COVID-19 virus is not over. And not only is it not over, we have a variant that is actually worse than the Delta. And I saw a ABC News report talking about China. So I thought I would, I, I, you know, I always flip through the channels and I missed some of it, but I want to play um, what they were talking about, about the restrictions China's having to try to make the new variant less contagious And then I found some things that were current as of today on different news channels. I'm going to play too. So what today for me is, is Marvelous Mission Motivating Monday. And my mission is to motivate you guys to remember that the virus is still alive. And now we have a variant that is very uh, easy to spread and more deadly. Tracing restrictions on people's movements, including like the mass lockdown measures. The purpose of all these measures is to reset the cases back to zero. China has relentlessly pursued a zero COVID policy since early on in the pandemic. 
And while China's southern neighbors, Indonesia and India, struggled with deadly COVID waves, including from the Delta variant, China essentially closed itself off from the rest of the world, striving to eliminate COVID within its borders. In just the past two weeks, authorities in China rapidly locking down and testing an entire city on its border with Russia, when just three cases were reported. That's now grown to 300. Last month, shutting down Shanghai Disneyland to test nearly 34,000 people after one visitor tested positive the day before. The country will be enforcing a strict testing and isolation regime for all athletes arriving for the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. So the fact that they're not opening up when they're 80% vaccinated with their own vaccine, does that suggest they don't have much confidence in their own vaccine, you think? If you talk about right, the zero tolerance, but right, you cannot tolerate even one single infection, and even the best vaccines cannot eradicate the virus. Today, China claims they're confident they can snuff out an outbreak in less than two weeks. And so far, unlike Europe, they've been able to contain the highly contagious Delta variant. This, despite the use of Chinese vaccines whose efficacy rates have been questioned. Does zero COVID work? Does it save lives? There's no doubt, you know, that the strategy has indeed worked right, in terms of sustaining extremely low level of infection and also saved, you know, lives in the country. Zero COVID comes at a cost, especially in places like Hong Kong, which relies on international businesses and travelers. One of the busiest airports in the world, a ghost town. Earlier this fall, ABC's Brick Clinic, who's based in Hong Kong, traveled home to Australia, which had strived for zero COVID until very recently. <laughs> this was the first time she was able to hug her mom in more than two years. Returning to Hong Kong, she rushed back before local authorities imposed a 21-day quarantine on most international arrivals. Because of Omicron, it's a race against the clock on this flight to get back to floor at midnight deadline. 21 days hotel quarantine. <sighs> After all of that, she still needs to settle in for a 14-day strict quarantine. While China is still driving a hard line, some former zero-COVID countries in the region are making the transition to living with COVID as they reach high vaccination rates. South Korea began this delicate transition in November. With nearly 80% vaccinated compared to less than 60% in America, the country felt it was safe enough to begin to open up, but slowly. So everything's pretty much open for now, but private gatherings are limited to six people. And the only time I can take my mask off is when I'm having a meal. ABC's Judy Cho has been on the ground for us in South Korea throughout the pandemic. Here in South Korea, the government switched to living with COVID policies. And everywhere you go, you have to take your temperature. And also, there's this QR code where you check yourself in. And this is all wired into a national system where the government can track down where you've been and whether you've been vaccinated. She finds that most people she spoke with say they're fine living in this transition with a balance of freedom and rules. This man says that without a mask, you can't live your daily life. There's no choice but to wear a mask for himself and for others. Something this student from America agrees with. I feel safer here than I would in the U.S. Because people are wearing masks 
But for other countries in Asia, the battle against COVID still rages. Manila, the capital of the Philippines, had one of the world's longest lockdowns, yet it struggled to contain the virus despite crackdowns. After another devastating wave due to Delta, the country is now opening up with a total vaccination rate of under 36%. Their first Christmas in two years in a country that relishes the holiday. Last year was very sad Christmas. I think this time we're hopeful that things will go better now. Many restaurants that sat empty for more than a year in Manila are finally reopening. Well, we're very happy right now. Since a lot of people now are vaccinated, they can go out freely and they're not really that uh, fearful of the COVID. So they're coming out of their houses already. Hopeful business owners that are already fearing what Omicron might bring. Omicron, that's our greatest fear. If people are not going out, what's the purpose of a restaurant? South Korea is already reimposing some restrictions, but is still staying relatively open. China is using the global spread of this new variant to make the case that their methods, while harsh, have a track record of success. They're actually using other countries' response, including the travel bans, to claim the superiority of its pandemic response model. To many Chinese, had it not been for this stringent pandemic control measures like zero COVID strategy, but the result would have been disastrous, right, for China. For China, the only way out may be the slow evolution of COVID into something as mild as the common cold. The country's top medical experts saying that China can only return to normalcy when COVID-19 fatality rates drop significantly. Given this still overwhelming public support to zero tolerance, it might still be possible for them to continue that approach for like one or two, if not three years. Potentially very long road still ahead. Maggie Rooley, ABC News, London. Maggie Rooley, thank you. Coming up, we take you to South America, a region facing a dual wrath of hunger and sickness due to COVID. Plus, Africa, where the new and highly transmissible Omicron variant originated. South Africans share why they aren't getting vaccinated, even as Omicron is on the rise. I'm afraid of Corona, so I'm afraid of vaccination. Stay with us. I wanted to play that ending part, even though it wasn't just talking about China. It was talking about other countries and especially Africa. And Omicron is really, really changing the game. Now, one of the things in this report, and I hate kind of recording from other people in different countries because sometimes it just comes off. By the time I edit it, it comes off kind of murky. But um, the fact that the Olympics, the Winter Olympics is next year in China. I want to focus all this week on China. I know that um, Hong Kong now is not part of China the way that people think it is. And um, it's the Republic of, well, I don't want to get into the uh, political part of China and Hong Kong. But um, I know when I was in Hong Kong, when I went to Hong Kong, ironically, SARS was out. And I had to... Uh, sit at the airport i actually went with a uh, big radio station here in atlanta v103 it was their very first international trip it was we had two planes i think it was like 500 of us it was crazy but amazingly fun um and when we went sars was out and when they took my temperature at the hong kong airport 
it was high and they actually thought I was coming back to Atlanta, which I was not. I was actually nervous because people had on full body gear, like hazmat gear. And um, I definitely wasn't flying 23 hours to just come back. So I was nervous and my temperature went up. So I calmed down, temperature went down and they allowed me to stay in Hong Kong for two weeks. And I know that the Winter Olympics is in uh, China this year, 2022, I mean, and one of the things that we really have to, and one of the things I wanted to do for this Marvelous Motivating Monday is to remind people that we still have, not only do we have COVID now, we got the um, Omicron, which is more deadly, and we need to really start focusing on safety measures because the fact that they were saying that 80% of their people in China are vaccinated and they're still having these extreme measures. And according to this ABC report, only 60% of Americans are. America, we're in bad shape. So what I decided to do was go into um, to today's update. There's just so many things going on, especially in America. But I wanted to go and see what the current update is right now in America regarding the uh, not just the COVID virus, but the Omicron and how it is affecting us in America and for travel. And I don't know, America, it just seems so crazy that we are doing so much to not um, to not make this better. Now, they already them said three hours ago there was a death in the UK from this virus. And it sounds like um, the UK is really, really having a hard time. But what I am really concerned about, let's talk about the updates on this with the cases, the vaccine boosters, and the mandates. So I went to New York Times today, and it's I want to read an article. It was updated um, around 10.30 a.m. today. And it's entitled COVID Live Updates, Indoor Mask Mandate Returns to New York, because that's the one city everybody's all upset about. Now, today it says New Yorkers start the week with a new mask mandate, and people are upset. And it says, as, as of Monday, which is today, when New Yorkers run into a store for a quick purchase, they will again have to make sure they brought a face mask. A new statewide mandate requires masks at all indoor public spaces that do not require full vaccination for entry. Now, the new governor who she's taken over as the first female governor of uh, New York, Kathy Hochul, I don't know how her last name is pronounced. Um, she mentioned the mandate on Friday. Businesses that do not demand that patrons be masked could face civil and criminal penalties including fines of up to $1,000 per violation, and local health departments are responsible for enforcement. Now, it says New York City has 71% of its residents fully vaccinated. Now, that's still higher than the overall 60% that the U.S. Uh, uh, United States has. The new measure comes at a time when the nation is confronting a spike in COVID-19 cases and scientists are unsure of the effect of the arrival of the Omicron variant. So we are still walking around here acting like nothing is wrong. I know when I went to Pittsburgh, 
I was very surprised that everybody looked at me like I was crazy because I wore masks everywhere I went. And 90% of the people in the stores and where I was did not have on a mask. They act like it wasn't even happening. And especially outside, I went to places that were Homewood, Wilkinsburg, Sliberty, um, a lot of African Americans live in that, those communities. And every single person I saw j did not have on a mask. Not some of the people. Every person I saw did not have on a mask. So my marvelous Motivating Monday today is Mission Motivating Monday because even though I'm focusing this week on Asia, the America, come on now. I'm just talking about New York because I know the mandate started today. You know, um, they were talking about in the same article in the New York Times that um, it said on Sunday at a briefing in Hamburg in western New York about the damage and power outages from storms the night before, the governor was asked about the mask mandate. And she said, just wear a mask. I know tomorrow is a big day. It doesn't have to be that way. Excuse me. It doesn't have to be that big a deal. It truly doesn't. I'm just asking people to do something that is common sense that we believe will help save lives and ultimately drive down the infection. Well, um, Dr. Fauci had a comment and it says masking is not going to be forever. Now, he said this on Sunday on ABC's This Week. And he continues to say, but it can get us out of the very difficult situation we're in now. And see, this is the part I'm just not understanding. I get people who feel that they don't want to get the vaccine. And of course, it is their right. But a mask? Can we at least, can we at least do a mask? Come on. I, I just don't understand. It's really, really serious, and it shouldn't take a person you know or um, a friend or of a family member or for you to die for you to get it. You know, the Washington Post, I, you know, I always do research and I go through different articles in the Washington Post. And as I always say, do your own research. They got an article today talking about COVID-19 live updates. Omicron in D.C., 30 U.S. states as variant poised to dominate in Europe. Now, I already mentioned people, someone that already died in the U.K., but check out this article. It says D.C. health officials said Sunday that they have confirmed four unrelated cases of the Om Omicron coronavirus variant. Three of the people have traveled within the United States. Now, keep that in mind. Three of the four were in the U.S. One had not. And all four were fully vaccinated. I need to say that. All four of them that got it were fully vaccinated. Now, don't think because fully vaccinated people got the Omicron variant that there's no sense of getting vaccinated then. Because I don't think you can put one situation comparable to hundreds of thousands as we know hundreds of thousands of people who did not get vaccinated died so i just want to say just because all four of these were vaccinated i have a lot of friends that i already know will say well see that's why i ain't getting vaccinated because it doesn't matter you know my take on it is i want as much uh of a defensive for my body that i can get so that's why i am fully vaccinated and of course to each his own but this uh, Washington Post article goes on to say 
Omicron was first identified in the region earlier this month when three cases were detected in the Baltimore area. The variant has been identified in at least 30 states. Now, that's according to the Washington Post tally. Okay, I really, really, really hope that people are really listening to this because we're going from one extreme to the other and we just have to do whatever we can to try to keep ourselves safe. So for today, for this marvelous Motivating Monday, as I said, we're going to make this mission Motivating Monday. And the mission is to encourage people, if you don't want to get vaccinated, please at least wear a mask because this is more deadly. And we really and really, really, really need to get better about basic things such as wearing masks. Now, USA Today, they did an article, and it's, let me just, I always like to read the, the titles of the article. The article is entitled, Delta Drive Surge in U.S. Cases Before Omnicron Gains Foothold. 75% of U.S. infections by a new variant among vaccinated, latest COVID-19 updates. So let me just read part of this. Even before the Omicron variant established a firm foothold in the United States, coronavirus infections and hospitalizations are soaring again, including in highly vaccinated regions like New England. Now, New England, if you all remember, was one of the places that had one of the lowest numbers. The combination of the late falls, colder weather, holiday gatherings, increased travel, and pandemic fatigue has likely played a major role in the surge, as has the failure to vaccinate a larger portion of the population. More than 35% of eligible Americans, including 28% of adults, still aren't fully vaccinated. New cases in the U.S. climb from an average of nearly 95,000 a day on November 22nd to almost 119,000 a day this week and hospitalizations are up 25% from a month ago. The increases are almost entirely from the Delta variant, though Omicron has been confirmed in at least 21 states and the shortest spread even more. Now, those are just articles that I'm reading and I want to just kind of tell you what's going on. And they're saying the deaths are running close to 1,600 a day on average back up to where they were in October, and the overall U.S. death toll less than two years into the pandemic figures to hit 800,000 milestones in a matter of days. So we're talking about millions of people are going to be dead. I just really, I, I, I just really don't know what else to say. Um, as I said, if you are not going to get the shots, that's your right, of course. But one of the things that you really, really, really need to do is wear a mask. Because I was really, 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 really surprised of so many people that I know that were walking around with no mask. You know, and there's a lot of holiday parties coming up. And I actually was invited to a Christmas party um, this past weekend. And I looked at the invite list. Now, half the people said they weren't going to come, but the point is there were over 160 people invited. 
and everybody, because it was raining, was going to be indoors. So I decided not to go. Even fully vaccinated, you're talking about 80-something people maybe that you don't know their status and there was no mask required. So when we have these parties, those of us who are having parties still, please be a little conscious of it because, you know, when liquor comes into play, people sometimes uh, put down their guard and forget. And I don't know. I'm a Christmas party person. I've always had a Christmas party, and this is the second year. I have not for that reason. Um, it's just kind of hard to distance people, even in a big house or a big environment. So I'm not going to um, harp on that. I just wanted to play that uh, episode that I saw on AB, excuse me, ABC News yesterday. But what I want to do this week is next week I want to focus on the holidays and the different holiday celebrations. This week, I'm focused on China. Um, even though the report on ABC was talking about different areas in Asia, overall, I want to focus on China. So what I want to do on Wednesday, instead of Wonderful Women Wednesday, we're going to do Winter Winner, W-I-N-N-E-R, as in the Winter Olympics. We're going to do Winter Winner Wednesday. And the reason why I want to do that is there's an American... Um, competitor who is going to be in the Winter Olympics and he is going to be representing America and I want to do instead of a wonderful women Wednesday I want to do a winter winning Wednesday and focus on him and there's also a chef that I want to talk about um, on Fantastic Fellows Friday and I've been dying to do a episode on him and I think this is the perfect episode to do. So I'm excited about that. So this week we are going to focus on China. Wednesday is going to be winter winter, as in the Olympics. Wednesday and Friday we are going to talk about a uh, chef that I definitely want to focus on. So it's Asia, predominantly China, that we're going to be focusing on this week. But I just wanted to talk about the Omicron and ask people to somehow just find it in your heart to not make a big deal about wearing a mask if you decide you do not want to get um, vaccinated. So we need to do whatever we can within our power. And we really, really, really need to take this seriously. So I'm going to end this episode with that. And um, I'm looking forward to Wednesday. As I said, it won't be Wonderful Women Wednesday. It's going to be winter, as in the season, winter winner, because we're going to claim that America comes home with the Winter Olympic gold. So we're going to call it Winter Winner Wednesday. Well, guys, this will end this episode, and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A is in advocacy, capital L is in ladies. We are also now on Instagram, and forgive me because I'm still trying to learn Instagram, but we are, we are on Instagram also at Advocacy Ladies. 
And you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.